0: It's Monday. It's February 15th. And the word of the day is inappropriate, which is an important word. Used in a sentence, it would be inappropriate to celebrate someone's death during the introduction segment of a podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're not going to do that. Because we're classy people. Or because Heath told me not to. I'm no illusions. Um, Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we... ...are the skeptocrats. On episode
1: 31, Antonin Scalia puts the bitch back in obituary... Oh, shit, my bad, my bad. You said we yep, were we, I not. I we
0: okay. I meant to say leaves Good behind save. a wife and a bunch of kids and <laughs> shit. We learn that New Hampshire wants a presidential candidate who possesses the virtue of unelectability.
1: LIGO discovers gravity waves emanating from deep space, and Australian immigration officials immediately draft
0: legislation to turn them back. And the Ted Cruz campaign decides to stop hiring people using a casting couch. But first... The Roundup.
1: Sick and tired of everybody paying attention to ISIS instead of him, North Korean man-baby Kim Jong-un is trying his little heart out to spark a world war in Southeast Asia. A long-range test missile that... Launched a satellite sparked an emergency meeting of the U.N. Security Council last week, especially since the rocket they launched would have struggled to carry fucking Sputnik into orbit, let alone a modern satellite. Yeah, it's basically a catapult
0: with a rubber band. <laughs> a so. Cutting edge atlatl technology. In international commerce, representatives from 12 countries met in New Zealand last week to sign the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement, or TPP. If approved by each member... The United States, Japan, Malaysia, Vietnam, Singapore, Brunei, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Mexico, Chile, and Peru will all combine into a trade collective known as Nike Towns.
1: <laughs> yeah, known as not China, motherfuckers. <laughs> United Nations investigators are accusing the Syrian government of exterminating prisoners and warned of severe international reprisals if they don't do the humane thing and allow those people to drown in the Aegean Sea
0: like they're supposed to. <laughs> Except the Christian ones. We'll take a few of <laughs> the Christian a couple ones. couple of them. Speaking of which, in Christian diplomacy, Pope Francis and Russian Orthodox patriarch Kirill put aside centuries of bloody controversy over gluten-free Jesus crackers and sat down for their first ever meeting last week in Havana, Cuba. It appears the two pontiffs spent their time discussing Kim Davis and also comparing ridiculous hat collections.
1: It's nice to know that denouncing gay rights could bring those two together. It's important. In archaeological news, a team of scientists from the University of Colorado have announced that new analysis suggests Fuzzy Wuzzy might have been downy, <laughs> thus shedding new light on this seemingly oxymoronic
0: acronym. And the results also confirmed that he does shit in the woods. Yeah, they weren't were checking wondering. for that, but... Uh, in that music, too. the assholes who pretended to own the rights to happy birthday to you for all those years agreed to return $14 million worth of their ill-begotten fortune and also promised to discontinue efforts to patent the throat-clearing sound <laughs> as well. So you can find uh, <clears throat> dot .com available now. Yeah,
1: uh, apparently. A Libyan Air Force MiG-23 was shot down over the city of Benghazi on Friday. While no group has yet claimed responsibility at the time of this recording, Ted Cruz and Michael Bay are pretty sure it was Hillary. <laughs> she was at least involved tangentially. Apparently,
0: if you hit the brakes, they fly right over you. Really? classic old trick (laughs) moving over to the GOP primary race in retaliation for a string of negative campaign ads Donald Trump did some digging and found out that Ted Cruz was born in Canada and is actually half Cuban oh using this information Trump is threatening to sue him for being a Mexican (laughs) which is illegal
1: The Oregon Wildlife Refuge standoff ended without violence on Thursday when the last four armed protesters surrendered to the FBI. The resulting layoffs in the dildo and gummy dick industries caused a brief panic on Wall Street, (laughs) but the markets had largely corrected by the end of the day.
0: Yeah, I guess you can keep sending bags of dicks to crazy people whenever you want. Yeah, but the dildos you can't send to prison. Moving over to bumper crop news. Ben Carson made headlines last week after saying something about black people and politics, once again, stepping far out of his wheelhouse. <laughs> right. If he says something about brain surgery, we'll give you the quote. Also, a uh, fun fact, if you Google is plus the letter B, it suggests, is Betty White dead? And is Ben Carson still running for president? That's all it takes. Huh? <laughs> and the answers are no, and who cares?
1: By I, the way. I found a depressing one while we were researching for this next story, actually. If you type in, When did Einstein, like the fifth suggestion down is, invent the light bulb.
0: (laughs) Oh, go America. When did Moses write the Constitution? (laughs) Right,
1: right, yeah. And while we're talking Einstein, the LIGO scientific collaboration experiment announced the first direct observation of gravitational waves on Thursday, marking confirmation of the final prediction of Einstein's theory of general relativity 100 years after the theory was first published. While the results have yet to be replicated, Vani Hari is already recommending ways to use them to strengthen your bones and remove toxins. (laughs) Okay, guys, first you just smash
0: (laughs) two supermassive black holes together. It's just like they predicted in the Quran. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Moving over to the environment. Hoping to encourage clean energy innovation, President Obama is now proposing a tax on liquid climate change of $10 per barrel. But apparently that's outrageous because it's already clear that pretty much nobody in Congress is going to vote for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Clearly, Sunderland AFC terminated the contract of footballer Adam Johnson after he pled guilty of two charges relating to child sex abuse, proving once and for all that British football is not a religion.
0: They <laughs> they fired him. Guys, pick a different analogy, <laughs> or send him to a South American team. And exactly, <laughs> we've well, got do one or the other. Yeah. In butt sexting news, hoping to control the recent outbreak of gay emotions in the country, I guess the government of Indonesia has banned the use of. Homosexual emoticons. You can still text someone that you want to have gay sex together, but now you have to type it all the way out. Uh, Right, exactly. They don't want to make it too easy. A tentative ceasefire in the
1: Syrian conflict was announced last week. When asked about its chances of success, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov gave it a 49% chance, while German Foreign Minister Frank Walter Steinmeier said it had a 51% chance. So, Hmm. between the two of them, this is definitely going to work, guys.
0: yeah. Ceasefires are 90% mental. The uh, other half is physical. Precisely, yeah. In Sex Criminal Justice, the Vatican's Commission on Child Sex Abuse decided to remove half of their two abuse victims from the panel last week, after one of them kept kind of being a dick about it. <laughs> now they can go back to figuring out that riddle about the fox, the hen, and the grain. And the priest and the altar boy and the Jesus Christ I'm sure they'll figure something out the more,
1: the more elements you have, the harder it gets though And finally, people who are better at humaning than me Tried really hard not to celebrate the death of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia Oh wait, I'm sorry Ex-Supreme <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia on Oh, let me savor that Ex-Supreme uh, Court Ah, oh, tastes like chocolate-covered vagina uh, Anyway, a uh, lot sorry. more of that coming up in the headlines But first, other stuff
0: Come on in. Have a seat. Hi, I'm I'm so excited to be meeting with you guys today. Very excited about getting started.
2: Are are you guys? Uh, are you guys also in optics? Uh,
0: no, we're we're with a different department. Are are you uh, are you with NASA? Uh, no, we're with a different department from NASA as well. Uh, which which department? One that doesn't fuck around. Yeah. Let's cut to the chase here. In your position, you're going to see the raw data from the LRO at some point, and uh, you're a smart kid. You're going to put it all together eventually. Anyway. So we might as well come clean right now. Um, we faked the moon landing, so. Really? Yeah. Uh Turns out that Alex Jones was right again. It, it was a dupe. Um, Kubrick did it in his sex basement. That's I, how it happened. I, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, it's because we're really good at our jobs. That's why. That's right. Yeah, we're here to ensure that you never feel the need to unburden yourself of this little secret. And we don't fuck around. That's right. We do not. Okay. Yeah, so here's the deal. In addition to your current salary, you'll be receiving a $40,000 annual bonus every year that you don't tell anybody about the moon hoax. So, granted, there's millions in it for you if you do, but if you live another 50 years or so, you come out ahead by just keeping your mouth shut, taking the salary. Okay, okay, wait, and you do this for all of NASA's employees? Well, just the ones who work on, like, moon stuff and satellites. Also, the, the ones in archives or... In accounting, also. Accounting? Yeah, the bonuses have to come from somewhere, so it's just...
2: Oh, oh, uh, gotcha.
0: Also, uh, most of the people at uh, the JPL, um, everybody who works in photographic analysis... Worldwide, uh, yeah. Yeah, a fair number of historians, geologists, reporters, and not to mention all the people working for space agencies in other countries. Uh, It's a good amount. uh, Plus Kubrick's people. Yeah, right, them too. That sounds um,
2: unrealistically expensive.
0: Mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of that. Also, uh of course, if you tell anybody, we'll kill your cousin Charlie. You what? Um, important for you to know. Yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't, we don't fuck we'll around. Kill him.
2: Mm-hmm. But w- why?
0: So, so that you won't tell people about the, the moon thing. Because what we, we don't fuck about? around. Yeah, I, I don't see what's confusing about this.
2: Okay, okay, but why Charlie? I mean, we're not even close. I don't, I don't even remember his wife's name.
0: Yeah, well, normally we just threaten to kill your mom or something like that. But mm. it looks like we've already threatened to kill. Her, if your sister ever squeals about this, she's in photographic analysis, as you know.
2: Well, yes, of course I know.
0: Yeah, and and your wife's already under threat in case her brother ever squeals about it. Um, he used to fuck a chick that worked in the uh, Moonrock factory, so the.
1: And then, of course, your brothers both work in aerospace, so we threaten
0: to kill each of them if the other one talks. Yeah, a lot of of people covered. Look, NASA has eighteen thousand employees and forty thousand contractors. Not to mention all the former employees and ancillary industries that could easily disprove the whole moon landing story once in a while you have to go way down the threatened to kill list so that's yeah i mean
1: Charlie with, with uh carolyn and in, in accounting if she ever squeals we have to just kill some random malaysian kid
0: arisa uh, yeah, yeah arisa right but why wouldn't you just look look, look. I, i'm sure you have a lot of questions everybody always has a lot of questions but we've got the entire italian space agency to bribe slash threaten this month so this kind of needs to be an in-and-out thing. We don't have that much oh, time Oh, to... I'm sorry if I'm inconveniencing you. No, no, it's, it's okay. No worries. Um, so just get to work, you know, keep your mouth shut, and uh, don't forget about your nephew. Cousin. Cousin. Charlie. Right. Yeah, Charlie.
1: Because we don't
0: fuck around. Joining me for headlines tonight is fellow skeptic rat, No Illusions. No. would you like to start us off with a quick disclaimer? You know, uh, just in case we happen to slander a recently dead person during the segment. We don't usually do that, but Um, just just in case. You're welcome. Look, we're (laughs) slandering the dead so they don't have to.
1: This is a service that we provide for free on a biweekly basis. Also, for the record, as Anna pointed out on Facebook, we were going to be making fun of that fat fuck this week anyway. It's it's not our fault he died in the interim. I was writing a story about him when I found out about it. Fair
0: enough. So before we get to our first headline, let's check in with Twitter and find out what's important and relevant in the world. It was Valentine's season, so trending this week was hashtag single life in three words. Would you like to play or pass? Oh,
1: geez, shit. I celebrated my 19th anniversary yesterday. How about um, <laughs> days of yore? I don't, I don't know if I remember those. Hmm, uh, what about dogs love peanut butter? <laughs> now I no remember. <laughs> Or or what's that itch, if I
0: recall correctly,
1: <laughs> as I recall.
0: In our lead story tonight, from the gay weddings and a funeral file, it's it's only on very rare occasions that I find myself rooting for a specific person to die, Don't. and it's like a dark thing to do. <laughs> even when you play high-stakes celebrity death pool, even during the playoffs, it's <laughs> so very dark. But I just got 21 <laughs> points for Antonin Scalia, and I couldn't care less about the score. Doesn't matter, yeah. no. I mean, I drafted him the same way, you know, you draft a Yankee player in fantasy baseball when you're a Yankees fan. He's <laughs> a sentimental favorite. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting off track. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia died on Saturday at the age of 79. And, uh, I'm not saying I'm glad he died, but I'm glad. I'm glad he is dead. You know what I mean? Well,
1: kind of, but I'm a sociopath, so what the hell do I know? But honestly, (laughs) like, I have never felt less bad about feeling good that a person died look first of all he was fucking old old people die it's their thing he got more life than most people I mean for fuck's sake he died in his sleep on a vacation that's not bad he's getting one of the best deaths unless they're covering up some kind of auto-erotic or asphyxiation thing in which case he got the best death and also I don't feel bad for his family because fuck them none of my grandparents made it to 79 you had plenty of time with grandpa you're ready for people to be dead by then they're a big pain in the ass so whatever joyous day terrible little bigot that did awful shit and wielded an enormous amount of government power can't do that anymore so hooray
0: for entropy <laughs> all right go so, uh, mortality so here's what's supposed to happen next um the president nominates a judge and then the senate votes on whether to confirm that person if the nominee gets voted down the president just keeps picking new options until we have a fully functioning supreme court again but here's what's actually going to happen Uh, Republican lawmakers are clearly terrified that Obama is going to pick another uh, woman or Jew or brown person or something. So (laughs) they're going to try to delay this process as long as possible in hopes somebody with better judgment like Donald Trump will get to decide on the nominee next year after Inauguration Day. So uh, look for plenty of stalling and board flipping and other similar gridlock shenanigans over the next several months. Right during which the Supreme Court of the United States of eight people will be essentially useless with a bunch of ties that settle nothing and don't
1: Yeah, right, and don't become precedent, exactly. Also, gay people will exercise their rights over Antonin Scalia's dead body, which is the way he wanted it. (laughs) It's what he would want, people. But yeah, I'm already sick and fucking tired of the mass media trying to act in advance like delaying a Supreme Court justice nomination for a year is business as usual. But... Yet, like, unprecedented seconds. things, yeah. by
0: their very definition, are <laughs> abnormal. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just thinking in terms of democracy, like constitutional originalists would want us to do. Um, All <laughs> the people to pass away before January 20th, 2017, you know, if the country had to pick one, <laughs> they had to pick one he's probably in the top five in terms of votes, you know. Right, But yeah. in fairness, probably the low end of that five. We'll so, give him that. So, again, I'm not saying I wished... For Antonine Scalia to die, that would be inappropriate. I'm just saying, I wished for lots of other people to die after him. Like, you know what I It's all <laughs>
2: relative.
0: I mean, I, I could certainly think of a few deaths that I might trade for Scalia's, like Martin Shkreli dying of AIDS. You know, that I'd would probably be- make that trade. I don't know. Actually, no. no. Yeah, right. But, right. But, but I thought about it for a couple of <laughs> seconds then. Farmer Bro's only 32 right now, so that's 68 points. No, still no, still no. Scalia <laughs> wins. Best death ever. I guess what I'm trying to say here is, uh, God bless Antonin Scalia. May he rest in peace. <laughs> I guess that was
1: the uh, long way of that. Find out for sure if there's a real devil or not.
0: And in lacking <laughs>
1: diversity, even for a Shire news tonight, the unrepresentative, almost entirely rural, almost entirely white, unusually old two-fifths of a percent of Americans who lived in New Hampshire had their outsized say <laughs> in national politics last week during the nation's first presidential primary. This time-honored tradition of not letting minorities have a say until the white people have whittled down the candidates a bit continued (laughs) with two Republican hopefuls bowing out in the wake of the primary contest. Three, if you count Jim Gilmore. But honestly, why the fuck would you count Jim Gilmore? Right.
0: (laughs) I mean, seriously, can a real state please just jump in front of Iowa and New Hampshire already? Just symbolically. I I, I know they just leapfrog back, but eventually we could push them back like four years. Right. (laughs) Right. We'd be hearing about New Hampshire's 2020 primary about now and nobody would give a fuck like we're supposed to not Right, exactly. So in the wake of miserable showings
1: in New Hampshire, professional failure Carly Fiorina and former member of the Grand Hut Council Chris Christie joined brand, I think diner owners should have the freedom to serve whichever colors of people they want, Paul, Rick, they named a butt sex remnant after me, Santorum, and Mike, I've repeatedly compared myself to Jared Fogle on purpose, Huckabee, all of whom dropped out of the race after the Iowa caucuses. This winnowing process has reduced the once robust field of GOP nominees down to a more manageable,
0: holy shit, there's still six of them. Yeah, i not very impressed. When there's a list of six candidates and my two favorite people... On the list are probably Jeb Bush and Donald Trump. Not a great list. (laughs) No shit. Yeah, exactly.
1: Of course, the big winners were Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders, both of whom led their nearest competitor by 20 point margins. Yeah, which is kind of like one big vote for Michael Bloomberg. Mm. So see
0: what happens with him.
1: Could make it exciting. Sanders supporters are touting this landslide victory as proof of his long term viability as a candidate, while Clinton supporters, full disclosure, like myself, temper that with the fact that he's been representing the state next to them for over 25 years. And also that she's pulling ahead of him by 11 percent and 30 percent in the next two states and (laughs) by at least 20 points in all the supers two states except for Vermont guys. So, like, I know this is super important to you and everything, but Bernie's path to the nomination is a lot like his budget proposals. The numbers just don't add up.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Well, New Hampshire—they're probably not going to be deciding the races. The, probably the, the, not. The two winners are perfect caricatures of what the other side hates, aren't they? they yeah. They chose a racist billionaire and a socialist Christ killer. Like, <laughs> seriously, Bernie Sanders might as well be an abortion doctor, Syrian refugee, Mexican rapist. Is not it, not exactly a viable candidate for the general. Nor is Trump. So don't get me wrong. I mean, I want the socialist angry grandpa to be president but yeah right pick right. him as my horse to run against the donald or whoever the fuck yeah yeah uh,
1: of course it's probably worth noting that those of us in the it can't actually be trump can it? camp also see john Kasich as a big tuesday winner taking a strong <laughs> second place finish over the likes of cruz bush and rubio uh, the hope among the sane republicans of course is that the moderate vote will coalesce around a single candidate in time to overcome trump's early lead but it's probably worth noting that the non-establishment vote amounted to 53% of the electorate between Trump, Cruz, Fiorina, and Carson. So, hmm. like, the, the person who isn't clinically insane vote can at best earn you a plurality. <laughs> in other words, in this GOP primary,
0: nobody's going to win. <laughs> yeah, It's like playing a game of incest chicken with your sister. <laughs> All right, so with more on this story, we turn to roving reporter Lucinda Lusions, who is live at GOP headquarters in Washington, D.C.
2: Lucinda, how does it look over there? Like the third act of Julius Caesar, Heath. <laughs> in what way? Well, armies amassing, allegiances dissolving, <laughs> people running themselves through, arguments about who's going to pay for all of this, everybody's white.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, have, have you learned anything about their strategy in the wake of Trump's New Hampshire landslide?
2: Um, I learned that if they fuck up bad enough, pollsters make amends by cutting their fingers off with paper cuts. It <laughs> takes forever, apparently.
0: <laughs> interesting but uh that doesn't really speak to their strategy but that is mm, right something to think about
2: right yeah it's just that there's a guy doing it right in front of me and it's <laughs> incredibly just distracting sawing away huh yeah. all right have, have you tried looking away i keep my goals realistic
0: keith <laughs> okay so uh what have you been able to pick up about their strategy going forward
2: well, there's still plenty of debate going on, but it looks like they're coalescing around a three-tier response at this point. Phase one is to hire Leonardo DiCaprio to break into Donald Trump's dreams and convince him that he doesn't want to be president anymore.
0: <laughs> and in the very likely event that doesn't work?
2: Yeah, well, well, phase two, dude, dude, do, do you want a credit card or something?
0: Still doing it right something there?
2: That seems like it would be, <laughs> that, that doesn't count. That does sound distracting. Count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. I- I'm sorry, Heath. Where was I? Uh,
0: phase two. You're talking about phase two after the uh, uh, right, Leo right, DiCaprio right. Thing. Uh,
2: well, that's actually the same as phase one, except they're gonna go two layers deep, like a dream within a dream.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Um. I don't think that's gonna work either, though.
2: Neither it's- do they. Which is why they've got phase three.
0: Okay. What's phase three?
2: Just hiding behind the furniture when he shows up and not answering <laughs> the door, Heath.
0: <laughs> when when Trump shows up, exactly. Just like at the. The, the big bill as the nominee. Yeah.
2: yeah, now we're gonna hide. Uh If the dream stuff doesn't work, of course. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> they're just gonna the, they're gonna hide, but I I don't see how that's gonna work. You A seem so of,
2: skeptical. What are the odds you think that that would work? Tell
0: me. Uh One in I don't know eighty trillion. He might okay. just not notice. Okay, uh,
2: like, okay, okay. And what are the odds you'd have given me about oh six months ago that Trump would be in genuine danger of? you know, getting the nomination at this point.
0: Uh, One in... All right, all right. Uh, Well, if he smells beer, he's going to know something's up. So they're going to want to do something about the smell. It's going to be clear there's a party going. Maybe tint the windows, a little heavier between Mm -hmm. now and then, something.
2: Yeah. So he won't... Mm -hmm. Good call, good call. I'll I'll pass it along to him. You know, I'm still hoping for the (laughs) drink.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Lucinda. And in pastor due date news tonight, Florida pastor and redneck comedy tour stunt double David Janney stepped down from his position at the Orlando Baptist Church amid allegations that he had an affair with a church member, offered her some hush money, and then neglected to pay that hush money. I guess in the wake of this double stiffing, said church member elected to sue the church for the promised $3,000, obviously making the
0: original sin a matter of public record along the way. Wow, this could actually be pretty monumental i mean if people can start suing churches for the cash value of broken promises that oh no huge. shit <laughs> <laughs> almost as if fraud was illegal for everyone that's right, an yeah. interesting idea no shit religious people work.
1: get that bible in writing Church leadership pressured Jannie for his resignation over the controversy, much in the same way that they, of course, pressured the woman he had the affair with to sign the non-disclosure agreement in the first place. So, exactly. yes, the church leadership that knew about the affair when they drew up the NDA they later neglected to pay for is now outraged by the fact that it happened now that other people than them know about
0: it. <laughs> right. And in red tube news tonight. Ted Cruz's PR team is scrambling to wipe off and pull their pants up in embarrassment (laughs) after it was revealed that they ran an attack ad against Marco Rubio that included a softcore porn actress named Amy Lindsay. Right. Although most of you listening probably know her as Grace, the time-traveling cowgirl sex worker from TimeGate, Tales of the Saddle Tramps. Either way, their headquarters got hundreds of phone calls from... Dude's almost out of breath, explaining that they didn't choose the cast very well for their Christian values commercial. And of course, the Cruz campaign has since pulled the ad off the air, fearing a backlash from conservative voters that recognized her
1: conservative (laughs) voters that could pick her waxed asshole out of a lineup. I mean, come on, people. What are you even pretending to be offended (laughs) by anymore?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can maybe see what happened here. You know, the. Producers that made the cruise commercial probably just didn't realize that Ms. Lindsay has a resume that included porn. I mean, it's easy to gloss over the titles and miss something, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of the time the titles don't make it clear. Like, uh, for example, Confessions of a Lap Dancer. That could be anything, uh, yeah. Intimate Sessions, Erotic Confessions, Confessions of a Call Girl. Beverly Hills Bordello, Femalian 2, couldn't book the highly acclaimed original. No, apparently. unfortunately. Also, Secrets of a Chambermaid, Insatiable Desires, Passions Desire, The Best Sex Ever, Kinky Sex Club, Private Sex Club, Reality Sex, The Sex Spa 2, Bodywork, Work, Insatiable Obsession, The Erotic Traveler, Deviant Whores, and uh, now we're getting into the uh, later part of her career, MILF, (laughs) Animal Lust, Celebrity Sex Tape, Not as Herself, and finally, Sex Sent Me to the ER. Hmm. So now she just does regular acting, I guess. (laughs) That's (laughs) really the name of her last porn. I I hate to be picky, but you forgot Happy Scrappy Hero Pub. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. No worries. We're fine. Also, by the way, just to be clear, I think porn is great. Oh, yeah. And therefore, this whole thing is stupid. Yeah. And for what it's worth, I can tell you from personal experience... We're talking about a very talented actress here. Very flexible, yes. Point being, it's a pretty sad commentary on the Ted Cruz voting base that this is some kind of big scandal that requires them to pull a commercial off the air. Granted, the commercial itself was horrible, but that's not the issue. What what I'm saying is it could have been so much better as porn. (laughs) Director clearly wasn't using his talent properly. No shit. In, In fact... There's a whole
1: crossover genre that's being ignored here, I think. Exactly. So we put our team of fuzzy-fisted functionaries to the task of coming up with our top five (laughs) ideas for presidential
0: campaign ad porn in 2016. (laughs) Yes, we did. At number five. And based on what you just saw, it's pretty clear that Marco Rubio is soft on immigrants, too. In fact... We don't even think he can get or maintain an election.
1: No, no. See, now, I would have expected the part of Marco Rubio to be played by, like, a, a Sibian or a
0: vibrator or something. But that would be good, too. <laughs> like a sex bot. Rubio sex bot. At number four. If your election lasts more than four hours, contact a doctor, Ben Carson. I
1: mean, that'd be a great return to the screen after a seminal two conjoined twins, one cup. I've been looking forward to
0: uh, <laughs> his comeback for a while. At number three campaign in the ass with the big black caucus once you go pack you never go back there you go
1: uh, that's perfect because the 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 whole trump thing gives the gop race sort of a cuckold porn feeling
0: anyways (laughs) i like that one at number two entry and exit polls a burn in hand is worth two in the bush and three in the Trump three.
1: Wow. Yeah. No, I'm so sorry that, we, that we've passed the uh, part of the election where people were literally measuring Santorum results with exit polls. <laughs> Never had to work less hard to get to a butt <laughs> sex joke. It's
0: awesome. <laughs> and at number one, transplanted roots with Donald Trump. Do we bring our own minority whip or will that be provided? <laughs> Brought to you by Orphan Republicans for anyone but Trump. Or Cruz or Rubio or Kasich or Carson or Bush.
1: (laughs) Right. Where's Dan Quayle when you need him? He's still alive, isn't
0: he? (laughs) Come on, Dan. Save the party. It's what you were born for. Potatoes. (laughs) And that's going to do it for episode 31. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to lucinda Illusions. And thanks to all the listeners that liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that, please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving-away-a-free-show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Andrew, Jeffrey, Michael, Kenny, Jeff, Heather, Robert, Jack, Tim, Deborah, Christopher, and Seth, whose genitals, when combined... Form the code UP, UP, DOWN, DOWN, LEFT, RIGHT, LEFT, RIGHT, BA, SELECT, START. Huh. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our podcast award-winning sister show, The Scathing Atheist, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or directly from scathingatheist.com. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by searching for the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Till next time, catchphrase sign-off. Because we don't fuck around.
1: It's Monday. It's February 15th, and the word of the day is inappropriate.